Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Rock Flight. On today's show, Justin Hausman and I have a great conversation about noobs and kooks and the benefits of trying new things, and we want your feedback. Have you tried a new outdoor sport lately? Do you stick with the ones that have always worked? Any stories about being around a noob or dealing with a kook? We want to hear it all. Email us at myrockfight at gmail.com. That's myrockfight at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. All right, let's get the show going. Welcome to the Rock Bite, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, sometimes agree to disagree. We're back today. Justin's here with us. We're going to talk about some some newbies, some kooks. We're going to talk about kooks today, Justin. <laughs> that, you've got the right guest. <laughs> what? You're the, you're, you're the seasoned surfer. Well, yeah, but I, I hate kooks, so it's perfect. <laughs> That's so mean. All right, well, we're yeah. going to get into that in a second here. All right. So recently on Adventure Journal's blog, you posted a column comparing the reality of when you became a mountain biker a few years ago against expectations you had that were created from a lifetime of surfing. It got me thinking about the time that I started surfing about, about the same time as you did. I've been, I was like 39 when I started surfing. Um, so, and after a couple of decades of mountain biking, so you did, I guess you flipped, you did a, the opposite. Yeah, it was a little flipped there. I, I think I've had way worse experiences on mountain bikes with poor etiquette that I have that I've encountered surfing personally so just to that exact point of you mm. hating kooks and what you wrote in the article, I mean, and I'll link the article in the show notes if you haven't read it, go go read it. But do lifelong surfers just sort of hate themselves? I mean, like, where's the joy? <laughs> like, why, where do these bad vibes come from? Okay, well, first of all, first of all, there's two. There's something that needs to be made clear right from the beginning, which is that there's a difference between a noob and a kook. Like, I have no problem oh. whatsoever with someone learning how to surf when they're at any age. Like, that's totally fine. You should. It's great. A kook is like someone who's just in the way and being a problem like and doesn't realize it or like there's a kook there's like in some intentionality no nah, i guess it's not intentional because who would do that on purpose but you're doing something wrong if you're a kook you're not doing anything wrong by being a noob i so see I make, so it's almost I like want, the i want to make sure this isn't like an anti-new person thing it's an anti you're being an idiot and, and ruining everybody else's experience thing that, we talked a little bit about this i think i get it now okay i always i always kind of put the two as well, a lot of school surfers are typically dicks, so they. I think most of them would probably do that. Like, and it's also anyone who isn't a good surfer is a kook by sort of definition in a way. But, but to me, there's like an added because you can be a really good surfer and still be a kook. Like you can kook, you can oh. kook something up. You can like, like we say that all the time. I was a total kook today, and like either means you surf poorly or you just kept getting in people's way. But you can. You could be a real good surfer, so be a kook. Where's the line? Like when? Where's the? What's the line that gets crossed? What's the ability that you have where you are no longer just a a kook by just? You can be a kook, but you are no longer a kook. Such a hard question to answer. I well, mean, <laughs> it honestly, if you don't make weird, I think if you if you make every wave, you don't make weird body thing. Like you don't do weird shit with your hands. It doesn't make any sense. Like you don't look like you're. If you look like you're struggling or your balance isn't perfect or whatever. You're kind of, that's kind of what we would say about like, I kooked it like, oh, my foot was in the wrong spot or whatever. Like it's, it's kind of hard to, okay. if, you, if you, like, you don't have to be able to do giant errors or huge turns. You just have to be in control and like, know what you're doing. And like, that's kind of the difference. And like, you so might think a- that you do, you might be like, oh, I can get to my feet. I'm, and I'm cruising down the line. I'm doing good. But like everybody else who knows how to surf can tell you're like barely hanging on versus like having mastery over the situation. I guess. So it's like a fashion thing, right? Because I think I saw there was a, something on social media. There was some like one of those 
stupid long, like mile long waves. Like I think it was off of the coast of Australia or something like that. And the guy on it looked great to me, like, you know, just sure. like, and, and then and the comments were just shredding this guy to pieces because <laughs> he wasn't making enough turns or he wasted this incredible wave and everything. Well, yeah. and I'm like, is that kind of what you're talking about? Like there's a yes. little bit of like this. Yes. He you probably know thought like he probably thought he was killing it. You clearly thought he was killing it, but like people who know what could be done are like, dude, but there's also a difference. Like if you, you know, like it's, uh, it's, I mean, this is the kind of thing that is, I mean, I'm sure the same could be said about mountain bikes. Like this is, this is born from like 20 years of, of, uh, or 30 years or whatever of, of just constant immersion in it. Right. So right, like, right. I, I can, it's, it's sort of a joke, but I mean, you can tell in the parking lot if someone's a good surfer or not. Like they don't, I don't need to see them in the water. You know, you can, right. by the way, they're holding their board. I mean, it's just like little tiny things you can tell. And so even just the way they're like the way you're standing on a wave. Yeah. Like it's like, Oh, okay. That person could do cool shit, but they're choosing to like highlight it right here and be kind of like cruisy. That's cool. Whereas if it's like a, someone who's just barely hanging on and that's all they can do is stand there. That's not cool. And is it, does the board matter? Right. Because if you're on a short board, clearly this guy oh. was riding a short board. So he's like not making as many you, cool typically, turns. Typically if you're riding a short board, I would say I, well, the problem is that like most people ride boards that are wildly more advanced than they're able, able to surf. So like <laughs> most people ride shortboards and like 10% of people should, you right. know, like, it's yeah. a, like at I've surfed for at least point 30 years, you know, I started a little bit late, but I'm, you know, I'm a competent, I'm a lower level good surfer, I would say. Okay. Um, and like, uh, but I haven't ridden a short proper shortboard in 10 years. You know, it's like, you gotta be like super flexible and super fit and super on it to be able to ride a shortboard with any kind of competence, like at all. But if you're riding a longboard, is there a is there a a, a little is it, are you a little softer on the longboard rides? But are you expecting like oh you're on a longboard like you you got a nice ride here why why are you not like walking to the nose why are you not doing longboard things? Kind of depends. Like, oh, you're, 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 you're riding a longboard, it's cool. Like it's like or a bigger board. Like like you know it, some it's, sometimes it's cool to just stand there. Like if the wave has like a cool little pocket, you just want to chill in it. Like that's you just rad. described my perfect way of surfing, just standing yeah. there. It's just, great. That's what I like to do. Now. The older I've gotten, it's just like I just get to a. Oh, this is a cool line. I just kind of stand there and observe. You know, like that's dope. And then I'll lay down a sick hack at the end of it, of course. But well, that's because I'm at. I've gotten to the I've progressed to the point. My favorite board. I have a seven-two kind of fun board and perfect. ideal surfboard. What's that? That's the ideal surfboard. Yeah, I mean, I so I, you know, I've obviously, and I like it. I, I actually think I catch more waves on that than I do my longboard. Maybe it's just because I'm still not great at, you know, judging the waves I should be catching. But I, to your point about like, obviously, you can have all the predisposed, you know, predisposed notions about like the person you're, you're seeing them standing there. You know if they're good or not. At the same time, what ma what really matters is what happens in the water, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even if I have more kook-like tendencies, or I'm still on the beginner end of the spectrum. I think my wave judgment has gotten to the point now where it's like, I'm not paddling for waves that I shouldn't. There you if, go. If I know, like, I know when, like, if I go for a wave and I'm just not, oh, I'm in the wrong spot, especially because I have a lot of beach breaks that I surf. Like, I know when to pull up now. Like, to, you know, that was a year of just paddling mm -hmm. my ass off for shit that, like, I was never going to catch. Yeah. It's like, okay, no, I'm not in. No, oh, it's breaking over there. Like, nope, backing off. So I feel like I'm in that spot of like I'm not afraid if like someone's coming on the line just to paddle hard to go into the wave and get out of their way. Like Perfect. I learned sort of those See? lessons. That's all. That's it. Like that. Like you can be a really accomplished surfer, but like if I'm in position, yeah, and I'm turning and I'm paddling, and you're on the shoulder, and I, even if you surf way better than me, and you start paddling and you're looking at me like to me like you're a, you're a kook now. You're being a kook. Like right. stop it. Like are you I'm gonna make this wave. Get out of my. You're being a kook. Someone who's only surfed for like a year. Mm -hmm. If they're like seeing me, they're like, oh, he's got it. I'm not going to paddle Th to me. That's not like, great. You're better. You're at this point. You are, you are better than this other guy. 
in terms of like kookness because like you're not in the way you're doing fine you're 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 doing what you should do even though this other guy might be a great surfer he's being a kook because he's trying to like edge in on my way but aren't these just like life lessons like learning to be differential because there's definitely times too where it's like yeah of course i was in there the other day and a guy, I, I actually could have gone, and I'm I, I I'm goofy foot, so I would I want to I intend I like to go left. I'm not, I don't feel good on my on my on my heel mm-hmm. side, right? He goes right, but at that point, I wasn't sure what he was going to do, so I just backed off. I'm like, nope, great. Then That's so cool. he starts tripping right. The wave broke perfectly that I could have gone left. Yeah. But I'm like, that's ah, all right. You know, I just, yeah. that's cool. I could, I could have gone, but it's okay. But it was just like, I'm going to be deferential to the guy who's probably better than me. And even that's... if he's not better than me, whatever, it's cool. He's in position. Let him have it. Yes, that's true. That is true. But it's also just, it's, 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 I, I think like everything in surfing comes down to like respect. Like you, you want to be respected because you want to be able to catch waves and you, yeah. and you should yeah. have respect for other people so that they can catch their waves. And the second that starts being eroded, that's when the kookiness level starts to, enter into the factor now again that's common with people who don't know what they're doing so they're automatically usually kind of a coup because you don't even know you're in the way but i'm going to call those people out i think there's just because this is like stuff that applies in other parts of life too like i just taught my daughter to drive a year ago right she's 17 she's driving now and a lot of it is here are the the unwritten rules the stuff you can't learn in the book right merging onto the highway it's a society. We People all give each other. Know. You let someone in and the person who's being a dick and just racing forward, like you're screwing it all up for everybody, guy. Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Isn't that kind of the same? Is that what we're talking about? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it should be kind of intuitive is my point is like, hey, it's like it is. To, on- it is to some people. It is, yeah. you know, but other, a lot of other people, it's not. But clearly, I would say kook surfers are probably the ones who are not letting you merge getting on the highway. Yeah, They're the same yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, they can either be oblivious or they can be doing it on purpose. But yeah, yeah either way, I mean, it, the war, it's, it's, I don't know, surf, it's time unwritten rules. I mean, like surfing makes baseball look like a highly structured sort yeah, of right. rule system. I mean, it's it's yeah and and it's entirely possible that all of these things also apply to mountain biking and i'm a total kook because i've only been doing it for like seven years but i don't think so i think that it's different somehow and that's what that article is about which is that like if there are unwritten rules it's not clear that i'm breaking them and no one's bothered to tell (laughs) me about it whereas like if you break an unwritten rule in surfing you know within 10 seconds if you're at like a decent lineup you know yeah but, but i have never had anybody say anything to me while mountain biking it's like don't do that you were in the way next time. Don't do X. That has never once happened. And I'm not I saying think, it doesn't. It's right. but it's never happened to me. I think it's similar. I think it's surfing of all the, the sports we talk about or do is unique because you're all crammed into one spot. And yeah. if, if I mean, and obviously you don't have to be, there's lots of places you can go surf, but if you're like, if it's like, this is the spot today, the conditions are here. This is, this is where we should be. And then if it's a, like a reef or a point break, well, then really it's like a one at a time, right? It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like you can't just, I can go to the beach break and be like, I'm just going to go out there. It's not quite as good, but I can be away from everybody, yeah. right? But if you're at a spot where it's like, no, we all have to take turns now. And like this is the way it is. And we're crammed in. So everything is kind of elevated. Everybody sure. wants to do it. Yeah. Plus it's a waiting game sport, right? Yep. Waiting for the set, waiting for, oh, the set comes. Well, do I say, all right, fuck all you, I'm going anyway, yeah. right? And that's where the kind of, the, I think maybe the issues stem from. I think mountain biking like I, like I said at the beginning, I, I've definitely encountered a lot of bad mountain bikers out there, but it is the interactions are usually fleeting. And if yeah, something happens, yeah. right. But I also think there's a similarity because it's intuitive. Like um, I had a, I think I told you about this last week, I, I, or if I didn't, I, I'll, I'll say for the podcast, I was out recently on a day. We had a wet, wet winter here in Southern California. And it was one of those first kind of Saturdays where it was perfect weather. The trails had dried out. 
And I was on a trail where there was a lot of people doing a lot of things. And so, and I knew going there, like, this is just going to be kind of a, a mm -hmm. junk show of a day because there's going to be hikers. There's people out there with strollers. There's gravel riders. There's mountain bikers. There's equestrians. Everybody uses this trail. And this is going to be a day when everyone's going to wake up and say, yeah, I'm there yeah. today. And I knew that. But on this one day, I was passed on uphill single track by a uh, e-bike rider. Right. Mm -hmm. And and not even like this isn't a steep trail where I had like miles of climbing to go. Like I was I could see the top. Right. So like that was bad. Getting past downhill and uphill by gravel riders with no announcement of their intentions, what they're going to do. <laughs> I saw packs of downhill mountain bikers. Uphillers always have the right of way who are thinking that they're doing the right thing by yelling out, you know, like, hey, there's 10 of us. There's 10 of us. It's like, great. There's 10 of you. I'm riding uphill. <laughs> unless unless I tell you it's cool pull yeah. over and yeah. there were hikers too and they were going by the hikers i saw mountain bikers um arguing with equestrians like like in a in a the equestrians should move for them why which is which is like i've learned this my daughter's been taking some horseback riding yeah. lessons i think your kid does as well or rides oh, yeah. with your wife and i'm like here's the thing people when it comes to horses the thing they're riding has a brain it has its, <laughs> it can make its own barely decisions. barely and it's right and it's a that's arguable actually Right. And their instinct is to run away. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or, or kick you really hard yeah, or yeah. kick you. So yeah. pull over. Anyway, I, all of this bad behavior, but even then versus a surf break, mm -hmm. it was still very quick interactions. Yeah. You know, it was annoying. You get, and that was a really bad day. I mean, usually you have like one of those in the course mm -hmm. of a ride. Mm -hmm. And I guess back to your point about like, maybe you've done this. I doubt that you have because you've had 30 years of being conditioned to not be a kook. Yeah, that yeah. If you yeah. at all had a doubt of like, I maybe should yield to this person, you're probably Always. just yielding to the person, right? For sure, and that's gonna that's for sure gonna color my experience, right? Like if I'm out there just like trying to ride and I don't know what the I don't even think about that, and guys are yeah. like, get the fuck out of the way, bro. Like I, <laughs> I would have a totally different reaction. So but I, okay. I would also say that the noobs that you encounter, though, now that I'm, I don't like I don't think I'm a noob anymore with mountain biking. I, I would say yeah. I'm not. You know, and like the 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 people that I encounter um, now when I'm like, you know, flying past them or whatever on like on the way to a better trail, like they're usually pretty quick to get out of the way. Like even the like it just seems that I don't know, like even the noobs are cool. Like the, I, I'm never like yeah. I, I'm very rarely like behind someone who's like climbing and they're just like clearly their first day. Right, right. Like blind, like blindly like, oh, I know someone's behind me, but I don't care. They're, <laughs> they're, they want to get out of the way, you know. Right. So. Yeah, I, I think it's. Go ahead. I, I don't, nobody knows, by the way. I mean, I've been writing about surfing for a decade. I've been surfing in, you know, very localized places my whole life. I don't yeah. have a good answer for you about why it's such a, why it's so different. I mean, I do think that like, that you only get to surf when it's good. It only happens so often mm -hmm. that uh, you're, I think a lot of it's just being shoulder to shoulder, just waiting, you know, like even, right. even like, like, you know, even a, like in theory, like a point breaker or reef break, something where there's a, like a, like a rotation, right? Like, mm -hmm. It's I'm closest to the peak. I get to go. Now the next guy moves up or whatever. Even that you're still waiting for sets for a long time, you know? Right. And so there's just a lot of sitting around going and getting resentful of other like people or whatever. And that doesn't happen in biking. This well, might have bike parks. Like, I don't know, but it doesn't. That's a good point. If there's a difference, it's that because typically you get a group of cyclists together and it's pretty jovial. E mm -hmm. Even like I would say within the, the kind of douchebag roadie crowd and uh, sorry, roadies, but you know, the shoe fits. Right. I think so. It's like, but the most part, it's like, it gets a little, it's, it's happier. Right. And then, cause I think it's yeah. almost like you're, you prove your metal out on the trail. Why is it, do you think that when you're in that lineup, 
doesn't the ice get broken and it's like you know just casual conversation start it's weird to talk i've to never seen that i've never seen that happen i mean like there there'll definitely be times where you'll randomly strike up a conversation with people that happen. i mean sure that yeah. happened like it's a fun day and there's like plenty of waves going around oh that was a good one man like you'll end up start like chatting that, that happens but more often than not and, and this is definitely in my experience based on where i've grown up Mm-hmm. if someone paddles up to me at all i'm like get, what are you doing like get the hell away like there, there's no reason for you to be sitting so close to me like that's usually the vibe that most of us have growing up especially like on the central coast of california where just being baffled like if i'm out with a buddy and like someone else is close enough to talk to us it's just like, yeah what in the world are you doing here get the hell away <laughs> super duper obvious and normal but <laughs> hearing my voice right now i'm like god that's what i sound like a huge dick but, but i mean that's just the that's the case we can't really share you know, like, no, that's true. And I do think it is a weird. It is a weird thing. And probably it is. And it also is. It's an uh, it's even worse because you're in the ocean, you know, like the biggest thing on the planet. Because right, like yeah. and you're making me feel Plenty better this. That, yeah. yeah, as my status as a surfer, because there's times when I'm sitting there and again, I want to be different, differential to like who's in the water. Most likely they're going to be better than me. But then there's times, too, where I'm like, OK, I've, I've established my spot. I'm in my spot. Right. And it might be there'll be some other surfers around. Like, no big deal. But then when you turn around. And I'm not talking about like somebody, some like kids or family, like hanging out on the beach where it's like, oh, if I, if I ride into shore, they're going to be where I want to go. I'm right. talking about the other person who's establishing their spot 20 feet behind me, you know? And I'm like, and they're just sitting there. They're not like paddling out, finding where they go. They're just sitting there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, there's like six of us in the water. Why are you right behind me? Like move, mm-hmm. dude. Like, and what like, do you think is going to happen here? Yeah. Right. And like, even if I catch a great wave and I'm, I can move out of you, I might even not go where you are, but what if it closes out and now I'm on a straight shot for you, you know, whatever I fall off, my board goes airborne. Yeah. It's going to hit you, man. Like, you yeah. know, you're not in a good place. Shouldn't have to think about what that person yeah. is doing. Yeah. Right. I, I think a lot of it also comes from, um, it is, it's just so damn hard to learn how to surf. And to surf yeah. well, like it's really, really hard. I mean, I'm talking, yeah. it takes a decade to be able to be even remotely feel like you can kind of surf wherever. I mean, like yeah. that's, it's a long, I mean, I've been, I was riding a mountain bike for like two years before I'm like, cool, black diamond, let's do it. And it was right. fine. You know, like it's not the same. It's, it's just takes so long. And like, there's a sense that you've earned it. You know, like if I'm, mm-hmm. if I've, you know, like surfers, I'm, everything does, you always do this, any kind of sport, you size each other up real fast. Who's the best, you know, but like mm-hmm. surfing that happens really fast. And it, again, it doesn't really matter. Like if you can make a wave, nobody cares. Like it's, it depends on where you are, but it's not like people don't usually just go on you because they're better than you. Like it doesn't work that way. It, it right. does in like gnarly spots, but not generally speaking, you know, it's it just, it's just so damn, it just takes so long. And like, you feel like you've earned it. And I don't know you I'm like, what are you doing here? Like maybe you might be better than me, but like, I don't recognize you. Do you live here? Like, I just, fuck man. It's so hard for me to get out to this peak. Like I have two <laughs> kids. Like I surf here every day. It hasn't been good for a while. Oh, it's finally fun. Oh, there's a peak here. I found it. It's, you know, like yeah. if you're surfing beach breaks, like there's peaks in different places all the time. It's like, oh, I saw this. Yeah. I've been waiting for this like sandbar to form. Here it is. Swick. And who the fuck are you, man? Like, are you kidding me? Like toddling <laughs> out behind me? Like, yeah. Wow. Like that's, it's just so deflating. And like, I'm well, not, it's also you. like, even just go 10 feet to just 20 feet off to the left. Yeah. And then by, I mean, when like, you catch your wave, you you can cruise over. You can treat I, it like I a think, little like reef break if you want to. So this happens a, like if you, if I can somehow like show the text thread that like me and my like longtime surf guys have with each other, like mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, if we're complaining, it's because someone just paddled up to us, you know? And it's like, 
we'll still trade stories about remember that time the two of us were surfing corns like and that random dude showed up and just like sat in between us it's like what do you like what like the two of you are clearly out surfing together and this guy sits right between you there's no one else in eyesight it's like do you not understand how bizarre that is? I do think that maybe if you grew up in Southern California or maybe Santa Cruz, like super crowded spots, it might not occur to you as much. Or right. what was it? What was it? Where like were around you? here? Was... People are probably a little bit freaked out. Like they, they feel more comfortable like paddling out with other people. Cause I don't know. They think of sharks or it's, it's cold. I, I don't, I don't know. It baffles me, dude. Well, some of this, and it's to like bring it back to mountain biking. I think it's, it is kind of the same. And this is, and I want to get into starting the new activity as you get older. Cause I think that's an important thing that not enough people do, yeah. but it's, there is a realization and this is the benefit of getting older of like knowing what you like to your point of like, yeah, maybe you can surf at a level above where you are act- actively surfing, but the vibes are better. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there's some noobs in the water, but it's just like, it's a much more chill time than dealing with like dealing with the idiots who's going to sit between you and your buddy. Like right. those, yeah, you're, you're not, you don't go out there to get aggravated. Right. No. And so it's like, why, why bring that on? And I think the same thing, this is one reason why I, I started to enjoy riding the rigid bike. It's like, I finally realized mm-hmm. I can admit what I'm comfortable doing on a mountain bike. See that, and, so, Go ahead. I was going to say, so when you talk about rigid bikes before, and I hadn't yeah. brought this up because, you know, we, we don't really talk about surfing, but to me, that's like a really interesting, uh, it doesn't, it's not a perfect analogy, but to me, like the rigid bike thing is like riding like a fun board, like a mid-length, like, mm-hmm. except, except that those are actually easier to ride than a high performance sport. It's a little backward. Cause like a full suspension bike is way easier to ride than a rigid bike. It's yes, much easier yeah. bike to ride. But like the, p- the point is like, you kind of know what you like. You've experienced a right. bunch of different bikes and you're like, I kind of like this simple thing. I, I maybe can't get rad or whatever, but like yep. I can kind of experience different parts of the trail differently. I don't really have to think too much about it. I can just right. kind of get on it and ride. And that to me is like a, like a good mid length or fun board. It's the same kind of thing where, and that's, that's, I guess that makes sense. Cause my favorite board is my seven two fun board. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I've tried riding a short board, but it's just like, I can tell to, to your point about I've stood up on it. You know, <laughs> I didn't do anything. And I'm like, Oh, this is way harder. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, and then I go back to my longboard and it's okay. But then my fun board, like I, I just like, wow, I can kind of catch any wave that I yeah, want. Catch lots of waves. I, you can still kind of do turns. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like I'm, and then for me, it's might be good. Cause it's kind of, I'm going to learn how to do turns more than I would on my longboard. And I'm not good enough to surf on a shortboard. Perfect. Yeah. I think the rigid bike, it's kind of the same thing. Like I, the benefit I get from suspension that most would get from suspension, you know, for the more sort of either gravity, enduro trails, whatever, like it's not for me. I don't like riding that way. I'm a cross country. I'm better at climbing than I am at descending. And it just is more fun. I, I, it kind of the stuff that I would probably get off and walk around at this point, you know, that maybe a full suspension bike would help me on. I'm going to walk around anyway. So, uh, you know, it's just not the way I like to ride and realizing that, that like, and just sort of admitting that there's definitely a time 10 years ago where I maybe were holding on to these aspirations of like, no, no, I gotta, I gotta ride the the, the hard shit like everybody else does. Cause I want to look cool. And I, I want to look hardcore. Right? I want to like, <laughs> well, you know, totally. yeah, right. And then you kind of realize, no, I think I just like riding this. I like mm-hmm. riding this way. It's a little liberating. And mm-hmm. it's also like, okay, well then just have the tools of the trade. Now at the same time, like I, I, there's a really rocky trail by my house and my bike with, you know, my, uh, that has front suspension on it. Yeah, it's nice. It really smooths it out. And so I'll take my, that bike there. But if I could only pick one, I would stick with my rigid bike. And again, I think it goes just back to understanding what you like to do in the sport that you're doing. Kind of your point about, yeah, you are a, you know, uh, the, the bottom end of the good surfers. Great. That's all you could surf about anything and impressively. But I got two hours to kill on a Saturday. 
you know, why don't we just go surf the good way? And honestly, with where you are with your family, it's like, well, and the family could probably come to where the uh, the more mellow waves are For anyway, sure. right? Yeah. So there's yeah. that stuff to consider as well. Yeah. I also, you know, it's interesting hearing you talk about it. I'm realizing now that, I mean, it's different. It's hard when you think about that with bikes. I've been riding a bike since I was five, but like right. actually, actually caring about bikes and like buying yeah. them and thinking about, I mean, it's, it's been less than 10 years, you know, it's yeah. probably been like eight or seven or eight, something like that. But I've already been, it's, it's crazy to think about, but it's like, for, like I already a couple of years ago hit the point where I'm like, okay, I've ridden kind of all the possibilities of bike out there on lots of different yeah. kinds of trails. I don't like hit bike parks. I've never been to like Whistler, you know, I've never yeah, gone me. up like a ski lift with my bike, but for the most part, I've done like most things. And it's like, okay, now I already kind of know what I, what I want. And I've stripped down my, my quiver to like a few things. And like at this point in a surfing career though, you're, you're still largely flailing. <laughs> like, oh, hell yeah. And, and it's, it's so like, that's just, that's, that's such a huge difference between like mountain bikes and surfing, right? Where it's like, I can kind of have tasted most things and be pretty competent. And like now really what the only thing that will hold me back is like fitness. It's not like, yeah, right. Like technical ability. Yeah. Like I can kind of huck over some stuff. Like I, the fitness and not wanting to die are like the things that like hold me back from doing <laughs> gnarlier things. Whereas like surfing, I would not be capable yet of doing no, no difficult no. or interesting things. It's just, and that's. I think that is part of why you can show up to a mountain bike trail and people are like, Hey, what's up, dude? Like there's just less pressure. Like it's just yeah, there's yeah. less pressure on you as a learner. There's less pressure on you as a person who's like good at it. It's just a wildly different experience and it for all of those sorts of things. Um, so you're in your thirties when you start mountain biking, was that like outdoor community pressure? Like I should probably learn to mountain bike. Like what was it that finally, cause I mean, that's kind of, you know, you're at that point where a lot of people are fully formed. They're not trying new things. Totally. Even if you're an outdoorsy person, you're like, I'm a surfer and I'm a hiker. What made you finally say like, all right, I got to like really try mountain biking. So I, 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 I don't know. There wasn't like a specific moment, but I do think it's kind of weird that most of my friends who are about my age, all within like a couple of years got into mountain bikes, like surfers up, up here independently, like for the most part, like, my, my closest friend who lives like a couple blocks away. Um, and I both got into, he got into bikes like a year before I did. And like, we're both longtime surfers. And like, mm -hmm. I don't even think we talked about it. It was like, I like went over to a buddy's house one day. I know what it was. I went over to a buddy's house and he had a Kona. Kona makes like a kind of famous hardtail. He had just gotten Maybe. it randomly. And like, I hadn't even looked at a mountain bike in forever. You know, like I had 20, what the 29 inch wheels. Like I remember like getting on it and like looking at how huge the fork was and how <laughs> giant the wheels were. And I was just like, holy shit. I don't even know if I've ever been on a bike that had a, a suspension fork before. I honestly might not have. I've yeah. always, always owned a bike, but it was just pure transportation. Like I never thought about it. Mm -hmm. I remember I rode it full speed into a curb to see what happened. And it just kind of went thump, thump, like right over the curb. And I was like, right. this is amazing. I had a dropper post and like, I didn't know that was a thing, you know? And I was just like, wow, this is, this is, this is unbelievable. And like, I just decided, I think I'll get a, I should get a bike. But, but I think, I think the, the real answer to the question though, is I was at that point, I was pretty bored with surfing. Like it was just, yeah. you know, like, unless you're traveling to Indo or, or like Hawaii or like a legit charger who's like lives for the biggest gnarliest days around your area. Like you kind of done what you're going to do. Like, and like the grind, it's a, it is kind of a grind. Like you can't, yeah. you can't take that much time off of surfing before your skills start to fall off a bit and, or just like fitness level. Like it's just, mm -hmm. you can't, like if you don't paddle for a month and you paddle out, you're going to get tired so fast. Yeah. And it's, you kind of just feel like you have to do it like every day. And it's hard in a place like Northern California, because more often than not, the conditions aren't great. So mm -hmm. you're like forcing paddle outs. You're forcing yourself to do this kind of thing. It's cold. It's wet. Like you get out of the water and it's like, can't just like immediately surfing and go to something else. You got to shower. You got to get warm. Like it's just, it's just hard. And like, 
So for me, it had grown pretty stale and I was tired of driving all over the place trying to find waves. And so I was already working in the outdoor industry. Like I was already like a dedicated backpacker and, and, and like fly fisherman and stuff at this point. So I was already kind of used to like kind of picking up other things. I'd only been fly fishing for a little bit at this point too. So I think I was more exposed to like mountain bike. I remember being curious. That's why I picked up my friend's bike. Cause like, oh, let me sure. check this thing out. Like I'd been thinking about it. Like, and I, I think I was, I don't, I don't have a specific memory of like a thought process, but I was probably thinking, oh, Marin's full of trails. I think maybe that's where mountain biking started. You know, it's just over the road. Like maybe I should try that. And that's kind of what happened. I bought a specialized, uh, like rock hopper, some piece of shit, yeah. like super cheap, bright purple specialized, <laughs> which I had for like a week. Cause it was like, I wrote it and I was like, this is so fun. This is so fun. Immediately. I, I need something better. Like immediately, yeah. Like yeah. which was actually dumb. I should have kept that bike for like five years, but <laughs> yeah. Right. Just get a little better at it first. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, no, 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 no. Like I need, I need, like, I went and bought like a, like a 27, five plus. Cause that was like right at the height of like the, of, or maybe the beginning actually of that sort of like plus size tire craze mm -hmm. that bike was super fun and then full suspension came down the road and then it just you know one thing here you know 17 bikes later you know yeah I, if there's a takeaway anybody listening to this who maybe hasn't done some of this for whatever reason like i, I just try new shit i i i've actually have encountered between my kids playing and even myself playing a lot of people over the age of 40 men and women who started playing ice hockey and you huh. can just almost see like the glint in their eye when they're at the beginning of this journey. Like they've just discovered this incredible new yeah. thing. And it's, yeah. you know, obviously there's the physical uh, fitness aspect of it there, but it's also just the learning new skills and it's fun. And the, the thing I do, if I miss anything about playing on an ice hockey team, it's like, it's a community thing where it's like, you're hanging out with people you maybe otherwise wouldn't hang out with. It's like going to like a weekly, like, you know, like a bar with a bunch of people who are playing trivia night. I can't Only even get... imagine that. Cause I haven't done a team activity in for, and forever so like right, that's an then, entirely that, yeah. different thing yeah and, and, you, and it's learning the sport and then it's like i just all of those things well when you think about it like how often especially if you're like married i mean it might be different if you're single and like falling in love or whatever but all the time <laughs> but like how often do you get that rush of like this is a new thing i'm falling yeah. into a whole new thing and like you know i i can remember i was thinking about this yesterday actually because i kind of had to force myself to go for a ride and, um, and I was just thinking about how, when I first got into mountain biking, like I lived in San Francisco. So to, to go for a, there's actually, oh. decent, there's actually some decent riding in San Francisco. If, if you're jonesing, like there's a pretty mm -hmm. rad trail on one of the like big Hills in the city. That's all wooded. That's really fun actually. And you can ride through golden gate park and get kind of nuts if you want to, there's trails back there, but for the most part, you got to go somewhere else. And so like I drive to Marin and luckily I lived in the North part of the city. So it wasn't that far for me, but, um, you know, it's like, I got to get in the truck or whatever. I got to drive across the bridge that at the time it was like a seven or $8 toll. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just to get to a trail is like 45 minutes and now I'm going to ride. And it's like, I, I did that every day. Like, so yeah. stoked. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> is it three o'clock yet or whatever? Like whatever my yeah, time yeah. was like fired up, get in the car, just like buzzing, just like listening to music, just fired up. And it's like, that's how it used to be with like on a, well, that was the thing with biking. It was like, okay, in surfing, that happened. You feel that way when it's like offshore and head high and the waves are kind of perfect. And you're like, yeah, you're just like, oh, I can't wait to get to the beach. But that happens twice a year, you know, yeah, or whatever. Right, right. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, the waves are good like that a lot, but where you can actually do it, you know, it's like, yeah. that's rare. And like, and there's something's going to get in the way to fuck it up. Like, there's not going to be where to park. It's going to be crowded. The tide's going to be wrong. This, ah, that sandbar is not formed right. Like, shit. Or the wind is turning. No. Like, there's just so many things that can go wrong. Whereas the, the parking, bike, how much, how many times does parking play into where you, I mean, so many times I'll be like, ah, it's better over here, but I know I can park in this lot over here. So I'm going to go surf oh, over here today. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. San Francisco, this is like an entire other thing. But like, when I moved to San <laughs> right. Francisco in like 2008, it was still like kind of an untouched, not really, but like, it wasn't crowded. Like, it was right. still kind of, people you could surf there like it wasn't a big thing and i feel yeah. kind of guilty for 
sort of being part of it because it's like then I started working for Surfer Magazine. And it was like really easy to write about surfing in San Francisco. So all of a sudden I'm writing all these articles about like, oh, you're the reason. I don't, I mean, surely not, but like, anyway, (laughs) you know, but it went from like, oh, you just do whatever you want. Just go wherever there's always way to like, I can't fucking park anywhere, you know? And like, but anyway, yes. But not that you don't have that problem when it comes to mountain biking. And like, it doesn't really like, yeah, it's nicer to ride when it's like 68 degrees and sunny, but even if it's not, it doesn't really matter. So like nothing got in the way. I'm just going to go and I'm going to go to this trail and I'm going to ride no matter what happens. And it's just that, that freedom, especially coming from someone from a surfer where you're like chained to like what the ocean's doing and what the weather's doing, the freedom to just be able to ride every day at like three o'clock and have, and get that buzz. I mean, I, that's totally alien to surfing. Yeah. And, um, that, so like, it didn't take long before it was like, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is, this is fantastic. And yeah, now, you know, some that's worn off to a degree, but like, you can do that with anything else, you know, yeah. like you can just learn something else. And it's just like, you get that same sort of, oomph that same kind of like electric feeling of falling in love with something that pretty rare as an adult doesn't even have to be like a physical act like learn to play an instrument like For i mean sure. like you know yeah. just something like just yeah. it's I, I we're at you know this is when i get when i get frustrated with the um the doom scrolling crowd of how terrible the world is it's like you know i i don't know like my parents grew up and didn't have these opportunities like we now live in a world where i can use my phone to learn something new every single day if i want you know yeah, there's all true. sorts of cool opportunities that we have and we have the time and resources to do it yep. you know i don't have to go milk cows you know i don't have to like but if you wanted to, to that'd farm. be a whole new thing you could learn i could learn super to exciting. milk cows yeah that would be how dude that would be rad how cool would that be so a little probably like in a minute Whatever sound it makes, just right into a. I think it'd be super fun. I got my bowl of granola right there. You know, I used to work. I used to work on a cattle ranch. I used to. I used to. I swear to God, I used to actually be technically a cowboy, like (laughs) riding horses and stuff. We didn't ride horses. We used ATVs, but Mm. there were horses. There were horses. Yeah. Are you allowed to wear a cowboy hat if you're not riding a horse? You're not allowed to wear a cowboy. Okay, there's no way in hell I was wearing a cowboy hat in that situation. What are the kook rules for working on a ranch, dude? Talk. This is actually I hadn't. I've never thought about this before, but that's actually kind of similar to surfing in a lot of ways, where you're like walking into something, going, "Okay, I am way out of my like depth here." Right. The only reason I even got this job is I used to date the 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 daughter of a like a ranch owner in Morro Bay. And like we stayed friends after like the relationship kind of fizzled. And like one day he's like, Hey, we have some property. You can rent it if you want to. And me and my buddy moved into this house. What? Like, it was insane. It was a mobile home, but it was like insane. Like these, the, the hills outside Morro Bay, like absolutely gorgeous, like nothing around, nothing at all around. Um, wow. And like, they had like, I forget how many acres, like, like hundreds of acres, thousands of acres, maybe this giant ranch. And it was like all like wild space, like open space, except for the cows. And, uh, you know, after we'd lived there for a while, he's like, Hey, I could do some help like around the ranch. So like after a while I was just like cruising around on ATVs, like fixing electric fences and like helping herd cows and like feeding. Cow- it was amazing. It was, so that's cool. incredible. Yeah. Why aren't you still doing that? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I mean, I don't, who, who's to say, I mean, I don't even know if they still have cows on that ranch. It was yeah. great. That was good. Those are good times. Good times. Well, the other thing too, I think is worth talking about, and I don't want to let this go is that, I sound like such a, just a dour asshole about surfing, but the thing is, is like, and I've, I've written about this too. Like once you start these other, this is at least in my experience, like once Mm -hmm. you take on these other things and like mountain biking, fishing, camping, it could be any playing the violin. It doesn't matter what it is. Like once Mm -hmm. you, once you start to like divide your attention for me, like I was holding on so tightly to surfing and it like defined my entire like existence. There were, I, I would though every once in a while be like, 
I need a clean break. And I would go like, I went like two years without surfing when I moved to San Francisco. Like I moved mm. up for grad school and I was like, I'm done with this. Like I, 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 I need to do something else. And then it just came roaring back and it became my career. <laughs> it just like <laughs> took over again. And, um, but holding on to that kind of thing so tightly doesn't, doesn't really help. It doesn't do you any good, you know, cause if the waves are bad or if, if, if for some reason you can't surf, like a couple injuries that kept me out of the water, like the darkest moments ever. Cause I, I didn't have yeah. any, I didn't have me, you know, but once I started doing these other things, it made surfing so much more fun. Like that, like when I wasn't holding on to it anymore, all of a sudden it's just, now it doesn't like, there's no pressure, like the pressure's off and it's fantastic. Like if I don't surf well today, I don't care. I'm going to go ride a bike. Like, Oh, I didn't surf this week. Eh, whatever. You know? And like, like it just, I stopped obsessing over like making sure my performance is up to like par and all these kinds of things. And it just, now I'm kind of in love with surfing again, but I only surf like God once a month, you know, like once every two weeks, like it depends, but, but I'm like happier with it than I've probably been since I was a kid. Cause it's, I'm just happy to be out there. So. Yeah. I mean, I just definitely, you know, un- file this under the header of you, you do you, everybody has be happy doing what they do. I, I personally, I'm with you. I don't understand. My experience has been kind of similar, not in the same circumstances, obviously, but like, things kind of wear out, get bored, get old, and then you do something else. And then you kind of appreciation for the thing that was you know, old yeah. and boring, not that long ago. And I, I, it's an important point to make, you know, life is actually long. It, it's short, <laughs> but it's long. It's, you yeah. know, and like, you know, in the course of a year, I, I've met a point on the podcast this week about like Angel Collinson, like almost feeling like she had to really explain why she stopped skiing. And it's like, that's cool, man. You were skiing like all the time, like year round, like big lines, getting filmed for it. Like, I I wouldn't want to do that after a while. It does seem like you feel like a responsibility to do the thing that you're good at. Like, just because you're good at doesn't mean you have to do it, you know? Right. Like, like it doesn't, or that you put a lot of time into it. Like, it's fine. Like, that's like, that's that's another thing is it just, at a certain point, it kind of feels, I've done it. I've done what I'm going to do, you know? Like, I've done, I'm not going to, there was a point like in your 20s where you're like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but it felt like there might be a transcendent moment in surfing somewhere. And if I surfed enough <laughs> or hard enough or got a, you know, tubed enough or whatever it was, like I'd find that thing, you know, Yeah. which obviously isn't true. I mean, I know so many, like, it seems like a lot of really great surfers are not very happy people, you know, like I think probably it's from athletes. that like single-minded pursuit and like, you kind of realize, okay, I'm not, there isn't, there isn't like a pot of gold at the rainbow that like I'm going to find that I couldn't I mean, find otherwise, you know, go watch the last dance. Does Michael Jordan seem happy to you? It's, I mean, dude, like really good point. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, I think what that's, if you put ever all those eggs in one basket, you're yeah. asking for disappointment at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. then it's, I mean, yeah, what's Tom Brady's famous quote, which he gets lauded for. And I guess, you know, if he's on your team, you're excited about it, but it's like, what's my, Hey Tom, what's your favorite ring? He's like the next one. Right. <laughs> and then it says, so which is like, if you're a Patriots fan or a Buccaneers yeah. fan, you're like, yeah, more Super Bowls. But if yeah. you're Tom Brady, isn't that sort of like, Hey, at some point there's not going to be a next one. So That's are why, you this is why I don't understand why people play golf. Have you ever played golf? Like, oh, have you ever, I, have you ever been into golf? I, when I was like 18, 19, I, I, I had like a summer where I played golf a bunch with some friends and I, and I hate it. <laughs> I used to play a lot of golf and like yeah. the only, I don't know why. Cause it's like, it'd be like this, whatever you have like a 150, 180 yard shot on a gorgeous like horse. You pull like a seven iron, which is like the most fun club to hit. Right. Yep. And you just like, like this perfect draw right onto the green and you're like, that's, I could be a pro. Like you're thinking, okay, right, that, in like that I moment, can, I, maybe I can do this. God, I'm really good at this. Yeah. And like, it doesn't, 
and like maybe you, then you like miff the putt and you're just like yeah, so yeah. mad and it's like it's there's never enough like you could like you could hit like a hole in one and you're like i need i need to do it again like i yeah. need to, it's like what what do you what are you chasing like you're never gonna feel satisfied yeah <laughs> it's so funny to me yeah which is a cool thing about biking like there's not like it doesn't have that like target goal kind of thing like i guess if you're crazy into strava and you're like trying to collect comms all the time it might be something right. similar but like there's not like a thing you're trying to achieve it's just fun to ride a bike i think the bike is one of the most underrated things we got you know i think i think skiing needs, needs to get off a of biking's corner i think you know skiing is great in its own way but it's just like there's just something transcendent about biking I can get on my bike right now and ride to the Atlantic Ocean and I'm living by the Pacific Ocean, right? I mean, yeah, it's no, just like, it's, yeah, there's it's freaking cool, you know? And I just never, like, our, our little town gets so crowded with bikers on the weekends, roadies and mountain bikes, just phenomenally crowded to the point where I don't really go try to ride, like, our, our big loop that's the only, like, legal loop that you can ride. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it'll be a lot of people. But, like, it doesn't make me mad. I'm not, like, annoyed. Yeah. Like, I think it's awesome, you know? Like, right. it's, it's, just a, it's just so different. Whereas if I pull up to the beach and there's nothing, it's like four rows of cars deep, I'm just like, I'm out, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, how do we put a bow on this? Try new things, even if it's surfing. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I matter. think that's the important thing. Stop is holding it... on too tight to stuff, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, you've talked about on the show, like you know, getting into backpacking. You know, now what you think about you think about your journey over the last everything you just described between ranching, golfing, you know, backpacking, biking, from someone who was just like you know living off of surf dreams. It's pretty impressive, right? And this is well, and it is yeah. like. The value you get from these things isn't necessarily what you think they're going to be at the at the onset. To your point about you, you think I'm going to go do this and I'm going to score a goal. I'm going to score the perfect wave. I'm going to go out and have the best powder day. Also, it still comes down to who you're with, you know, the experience of it, like what you learn by failing doing it, like all of those things. Everything is just kind of you know an, an allegory for your life, you know. And that's mm -hmm. I think that's what you really get out of trying new things. Yeah, I I, I I've thought about this a lot, and I've never really come up with a good. Um like explanation for why these kinds of things are even fun. You know, like what is it yeah. about it? Like, but I, I, I don't know But they like are it's not always, the, it's not always the, it's not like the adrenaline necessarily it can be sense of accomplishment. Maybe. I don't know. Like it's, it's weird. I don't know what it is, but I do feel like so fortunate. I mean, anyone listening to this podcast is, is, is an outdoor, as you like to say, an outdoor, um, or <laughs> into the outdoors. outdoors and like, obviously is doing fun things and playing with stuff. But like, I, it's never lost on me when I go into my garage and I'm like a 45 year old dude. And there's just like surfboards and bikes and like shit. Everywhere. <laughs> there's just toys. And it's like, God, yeah. it's so fortunate to have all that. Like so many people yeah. don't even bother to like do things that are fun anymore, you know? And, and it's, it's like not that different than my four year old daughter. When she goes into her room, it's full of toys. Like what's the difference? Nothing. And it's Nothing. pretty cool. It's like, you know, it's pretty neat. I think uh, I thought the same thing. Like, why is this stuff actually fun? Like, why do I think that this is fun? The, the only one I can say that is objectively the best, and I'm including everything. I I've I skied incredible powder days, but then you like eat shit or you like you catch it, whatever. Like, but when you get a good wave, and not even yeah, I don't even do this. the turns mm -hmm. that you're talking about. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. like, when you're riding down the line, and you, most of the time, if it's what seven seconds like i mean like I mean, it's not a long thing there is nothing like that and it makes it all worth it and it's i incredible. brought that up i brought up i brought this up to a couple of friends of like lifelong surfers and they were just like mm, no it's not <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you were you were just like it's the it's the best it's incredible like, they're just like yeah man. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's a good point if you grew up doing it i guess if you grew up doing anything like yeah well, no i do hitting a jump shot i do, is like, I yeah. agree with you 
I agree with you. I mean, it's yeah. like, I, I, I don't know what it is, but there is something about that moment. Like there, I, I, I truthfully don't know what it is, but you it's get to the your, most, you look out, like, here comes this wave and you don't, even if you know what's going to happen, I don't know. You feel so fortunate to be in that point. And it's like, I, I, I can't find that anywhere else. That's the thing. Like even on a bike, I haven't found that moment. I love riding yeah. bikes. Yeah. It's like a much, the but it's a much higher level. Like the floor is a lot higher with a bike. Like it's always fun. Right. And there's lots most of the time it's really not that much fun anymore but there is that like that that kind of thrill i haven't found anywhere else i can understand more. your buddy's perspective if it has to be stripped your whole life and you don't necessarily you don't think about it in these terms surfing is just what you do and it's become like almost as part of who you are coming to it late though where yeah, you, you appreciate have, that yeah you understand like wow this is energy that was created thousands of miles that is now re achieving the end of its journey i'm it is as spiritual as i get right like well, i'm sharing the energy of that like the, i'm i'm moving on something that is kind of alive in its own way all of those little weird things kind of yeah. play into it uh in addition to just it's fun to surf down a wave and it's just water though too. it's water like that's the thing yeah, it's like right. water stuff is more fun like how stoked do you even go to a pool like it just there's something about water you know right? negative ions maybe there's just something you know something there <laughs> All right, let's say so. Okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot. So, beginner surfer, beginner mountain biker, gear recommendations. Ooh, okay, beginner surfer for sure. Soft tops, like no doubt about it. Like dude, I soft ride, tops rule, dude. <laughs> they I really them, do. I I, does, I think it might be published today in the in the in the um in the re the refurbishedsurfer.com surfer magazine is kind of back, I guess. But uh, I have a piece coming out about like here's the soft tops I like. But like soft tops are a blast. I mean, I, I probably surf soft top more often than not. Um, so any, any soft top doesn't even matter, but, but probably like you want something like the eight foot range, uh, maybe even mm -hmm. nine foot range. Um, and like, you're, you're so stoked. We didn't have those when I was learning how to surf and they're so buoyant and so easy. Like no question about it. Uh, that's yeah, that's it. That's all you need. A wetsuit, I guess. Buy a cheap one. Don't spend money. Don't yeah. spend any money. Spend as little money yeah. as possible. Don't you can get a soft top, money. even like at Costco or Amazon for really cheap. Or just and... Craigslist. Like someone's yeah. Yeah. people yeah. are always selling soft tops. Like, like just get the cheapest one you can. You like you're gonna be you're gonna be a kook or beginner, whatever, for a long time. So do not yep. bother to spend money. And take a lesson. That's one or two. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's helpful. That also didn't exist when I was learning. Yeah. There were no, there was no such thing as surf schools. So like, I mean, I, sure I remember even the first person who I had to take a lesson, but mountain biking, I remember just struggling, struggling. And then finally somebody is like, basically saying, dude, you're looking at the rocks on the trails. Look where you want to go, not where <laughs> totally you are. Right? And it yeah, changed yeah. my life. And all okay. of a sudden I like mountain Surfing's biking Surfing's the same now. way, by the way. Like, do not yes. look at your feet. Do not look at the board, ever. There's ever. a lot of sports where that's the case. Like, my, yeah. my, my kid's learning to skate. I'm like, they're looking at their feet. I'm like, if you do that, you're going to fall on your face. Someone like, wrote look a where great, you want to go. Somebody wrote a great essay for Adventure Journal a long time ago about, like, I think it was called something like the singular philosophy of, like, looking through the, past the turn or through the turn. It was about how that's a good <laughs> yeah. thing for life, right? Like, don't look it at is. what's right in front of you. Look where you're going. It's yeah, surfing is a for sure that that that's huge that's huge all right what about uh what about mountain biking uh marin bikes like that's i i cannot stress enough how good the value for well, the money is for marin bikes like i mean i'm not sponsored by marin it has nothing to do with that i live in marin like when i first got into bikes someone i asked like a my sister-in-law who used to like race and, and mm -hmm. uh, mountain bikes i'm like what should i get she's like marin makes good value bikes like I, i'd go check those out and oh dude i'm in love with them i mean that's my main my daily driver is a marin rift zone carbon um it's a, such a good bike, but uh, everything I've ridden from them is great. And like my wife's hardtail is a Marin. Um, I've ridden some of their gravel bikes are really fun. I don't know anything about their road bikes, but um, they're small enough to where it's not like you're like, if you don't have to support like Trek or Giant or whatever, like you can get a smallish brand. Yeah. The people that run that company are badass. They care a lot. Like their bikes are great. My advice to mountain bikers is avoid YouTube because the mountain oh. bike community 
it's stupid with the geometry and the components oh, yeah, and this. Yeah. And it's like you guys, everybody's like, well, this is what the, I mean, just like if you watch any YouTube video with a bike person, just not even mountain bike, bike people, it's like infuriating. And I'm I'm a I just want it to work and I want to ride. And ever, I'll get on a bike and I'll know if I like it or not. I will say though that the if you ever if you haven't seen his stuff, uh, the guy that Seth, I can't remember his last name, he who runs Burn Peak Express. Oh yeah. His, oh, his videos because, are great. His is good because it's he's like buy cheap shit, don't worry about the yep. expensive stuff. Like, and yep. I I think he's like right on board there. And like I wish I had stayed on cheaper stuff for longer, but I get industry discounts, so I could kind of afford to jump into higher end bikes, but like it doesn't matter. Like it's not more, it's not really more fun. You know, like, it's like not. I, 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 for, I demoed a, like a $15,000 bike once and it was no more fun than my wife's $600 hardtail. I swear to God. Yeah. So like it doesn't, I mean, it'll last longer, maybe I guess, but it's to go cheap, have a blast. Get Any bike is fine. It doesn't matter. That's how I feel. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about new activities or surfing or mountain biking? Just, I guess do them. Yeah, that's know. about it. Yeah, be, for, be, be fortunate, you know, or, or appreciate your good fortune to be able to do it at all. Oh, there you go. That's how right. we're ending it, right? Appreciate yeah. your good fortune, people. You're out there having fun in the outdoors. Yeah. That's what Most matters. Aren't. Yep. <laughs> that's true. Sometimes of their own volition. And what's wrong with those people? Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for coming on. Yep. We'll talk to you next time. All right. That's our show for today. But if you go to the show notes, you'll find links to the articles that Justin has written on these topics. Be sure to go and check them out. And what are your thoughts on newbies, kooks, or trying new things? Maybe relying on old things. Send us your comments and suggestions to myrockfight at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Rock Fight. I'm Colin True. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight, LLC.